0: After party 53. Okay, here we go. After is party number Thomas? 53. No, not yet. But I'm getting to well, Now that. we
1: gotta leave that in to so I'm, I'm, only, redo I'm that. only one
0: away. <laughs> uh, nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about session oh, 159 A Familiar Face. 160 Infiltration. 161 A Rock and a Troll Place. 162 Pretty Pegged. 163 to and fro and 164 the front line. Whoo! Wow,
2: <laughs> six
0: episodes.
3: So let's let's uh, before we launch in, let's obviously listener Lelanders, you're probably thinking to yourself, self, why has there not been an after party in six <laughs> releases? I think seven weeks though, because one Monday was an Annalise drop rather than a regular. Patrons, uh, our lovely patrons, we uh, would have caught a little bit. I think on our last patron-only after party, we discussed briefly about continuing with after parties and what they can and cannot do for the show. And the, I think the basis behind it was mostly me complaining uh, and saying that. Asparra what is, you were complaining? Is, I know it's very rare, unheard uh, of. But you know, when I do complain, obviously it's for a good reason. So (laughs) it was me bitching about how a spar is going on far too long, and how uh, there's we're just our barrier to entry for the show for new listeners, et cetera, et cetera, just getting bigger and wider and beefier uh, to overcome. And the after parties are slowing (laughs) us down, gaining exceptional (laughs) girth. Yes, it's it it has been uh, girthier. It's
1: too girthy,
3: far too girthy. So to combat that girth, we got to peel back. A few layers, oh, which happens to be <laughs> dear God, oh, dear. which analogy has be... gone poorly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm floundering here. I have I have my uh, what's that uh, that mandolin the. Vegetable slicer? Oh, Is it no, whoa, no, Oh, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. whoa,
2: whoa, whoa.
4: We don't so need to peel mandolin- layers back with a mandolin.
3: <laughs> we're no. mandolining back a bit of the content here. And no. that's oh, no. not to deprive you of any girth that we may or may want to put in <laughs> well, your julianning
1: ear We're we julianning Exactly.
3: So we're trimming the fat. <laughs> but also, okay, so seriously, it's, it's going to allow us to progress or respire a little faster, a little more quickly. Uh, again, we've been saying this whole time. Chapter three, last chapter, um, especially like in the la- in the latter half of chapter three, uh, I can already tell. And you, as was the the front part of chapter three, it's going to be more combat heavy. We're getting into more situations where the combat is inevitable. Uh, we're gonna have we're going moving into situations where we're just not gonna be able to have as much role play as we did, like say in chapter two when we spent an eternity in Haraxia. <laughs> the other side of that is we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves into very you know strictly like we have been for three and a half years of the show every three episodes after party whether or not we have something to talk about or not right like if if it's three episodes of combat which we had in this batch of six Mm
2: -hmm.
3: i mean we're we're going to talk about combat for an hour and a half two hours like mm, i don't think that's great content
1: I mean, granted, we can talk for an hour and a half easily. Well, uh, yes, of you, course we can talk yeah. for an
3: hour and a half, but I just think we've all we've all decided that we're going to do them when they feel appropriate, basically. Yes. And rather than forcing them, and I think it's going to improve the after party for us specifically, and maybe you listener, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's <laughs> bottom line. I want to get through Aspara because we got we want to do some new stuff. We want to. We want to be able to do something different and cutting back on the after parties is going to allow us to do that.
1: Yes. Yeah, snip, 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 snap, snip, snip,
3: Mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> is it called a mandolin though? It is a called a mandolin. a mandolin an instrument? It is. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's both. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think the
4: <laughs> metaphor was going down one path that- Yeah. It, it
5: was not good. Sh- that should Leland never have another a direction mandolin that was down that even same worse, path. But Excuse yeah. me. <laughs>
3: The four of you, maybe not John, he was pretty quiet, but the three of you. (laughs) I
0: was just disgusted.
3: Exactly. (laughs) Could not help but butt into my exposition (laughs) that I promised you you would get up front. And that's where the metaphor veered. Because my original metaphor, which it's a moot point to try to explain now,
0: would have been great. The three of you fucked it up.
3: (laughs)
2: Okay, let's hear
0: it. In their defense, whenever you say girth, there's really only one where to, one place to go, right? Handle That's where I go. From my perspective,
4: if anyone's at fault here, it's you, Leland, for expecting that you could tell us a plan ahead of time and that we wouldn't completely destroy it.
1: Well, what was, exactly. your, what was your metaphor? I'm very
5: curious.
3: See, now you know how I feel. He
5: didn't have one.
3: The <laughs> only person in the entire history of this podcast that has ever had a plan is me. Okay? There's no... <laughs> All right, and that is shots fired because there's 164 episodes to show that there isn't a single well-laid plan that has ever been executed on this podcast, all right? I mm. think driving Denny down a long-ass tunnel for two miles
0: to see what's
2: at the end of it, I, it sticks I,
0: I'm personally offended. I think we've had fantastic plans. It's just you continue to fuck them up.
4: <laughs> you know, there's something to be said for ad limbing it. Okay, we can, we're good with spontaneity. I mean, deciding in Mia- the moment.
1: <laughs> Mia wanted to go into that tent, but Shaft happened to wait to tell her till we're running to the boat. So, I mean, let's just discuss when information's disclosed.
3: <laughs> okay, well, okay, so so obviously a lot happened in these six, and we're going to be start also a, a bit of a format change. It's going to be less of a recap like we traditionally do.
1: We all know you listened. You love us.
3: Well, if we have to talk about six episodes, uh, we don't want this thing to be three hours, right? So that's also part of, part of the slight change. So, I, I mean, I've, I re-listened all six, obviously, uh, finished, finishing the last couple today. And I have, a, I have a bunch of talking points jotted down, which we can kind of bounce back and forth. But I was wondering if each of you had kind of your own standout moment from this batch of six
5: a single standout moment from all
3: six well just in general from from everything that happened in these six is there kind of one thing that stands out the most to to any of
0: you i uh i liked the fact that falzern and shaft were both essentially knocked out on the ground and could have died that was yeah, my favorite yeah i part. was i you're was going yeah,
1: but you're welcome it's well
0: fine. that was later
4: it was yeah you weren't but, there yet but like when falzern went limp on the broom, only to have <laughs> Shaft get smashed over the head with a massive box hurled by a giant moments later and both of us go down. I was like, wow, we're royally screwed.
2: Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah,
4: oh, that, that was intense. That was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I thought there was a real good possibility that one of us might, like, die-die. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't that upset. I don't know. Like, I've always... For a long time now, I've thought that I'm going to be completely crushed if and when and dies, and I was okay with it happening. That would have been an epic way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Acceptance.
1: A, a stupid plan, but an epic the way to go. The best
4: laid plan, and it just happened to not work.
3: <laughs> well, uh, I had I had a thought on that uh, before we get to Emily and uh, AJ's uh, standout points, but Mia, your. How do I put this? Nah, it does, I don't need to be delicate. Mia's whining about how long it will take to continue down the tunnel is what prompted Shaft to be like, all right, Falsey and I will go recon on Denny real fast because Denny's quick. It was Mia that kind of yeah. started the whole...
0: I just wanted the bitching to stop. Perhaps that's why I wasn't <laughs> upset about Ring dying
4: because I knew I could just blame it on Mia.
1: Um, I, d- I think that sometimes I literally am thinking... In character, I can't tell Bill, like, ride Denny, you idiot, and go look. But it's like, so why you have to whine in character and make it happen.
3: And I think Mia's uh, concerns were in- incredibly, entirely valid, right? You're in this tunnel, which goes on for who knows how long. And, and, and we you know should have I'm been thinking... in there
1: first instead of on the freaking boat.
3: Well, so the funny thing about that is I honestly did not expect you all to go in down... Like back to the tent. I really expected that you would be taking the rising to the to the front line, and I thought we would hit that first before doing anything else with the supply tent. So honestly, I was thrown. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess they're gonna go this way. I thought we were <laughs> we were ready. Well,
2: and-
0: I mean, the fact that the, under from our per- perception of what was going on, they were taking what we considered to be circlets that were going to be given out to all of the paladins to protect themselves from the neogi that those were being taken away and then you're going to have all these neogi fighting and turning the paladins on us the best thing to do is save the circlets that was my thought process and they just went down the hole
3: yeah no no i i mean i it, i agree and it was a smart move uh, regardless of how it it turned out cuz honestly you got a lot of information from going down there for for one right uh, it's just like I don't know, maybe it was just like our gap in plays after the combat oh. on the rising four and I was like, Oh, I just had I don't know, I just had the impression that you would be Grimby you would let Grimby take it to the front line to respond to the horn and the and, and the signal fire kind of thing.
0: Well there you go. See? Yeah.
3: Spot <laughs> <Never. laughs> <laughs> Emily, did you have a, a stand up moment?
5: I, I don't know. I mean there are a lot of good moments, but like to pick one, um, I can't, I can't, like, immediately, I, like, half an hour from now, I will come back and oh, I will sure. say, this was it.
3: I did, I did put you all on the spot. I have one. <laughs> How about Alina? Okay.
5: When it all started, I had
1: no, I had no hope that I would get divine intervention, so I figured why the heck not, and then it, oh, and then yeah. it happened, and now I wonder. Yeah. And I literally in my notes just wrote regrets question mark. Like, should I have asked for something better later? I don't know.
3: <laughs> well <laughs> Cause it's now, funny because
1: Sorry, now that it's been granted for the listeners, uh, it can't happen again for a week. So the campaign could be over.
3: Okay, so you're you're <laughs> regretting you're regretting not having access, not regretting the implications and fallout that may occur from basically erasing bronze memory.
5: <laughs> yeah, cuz it sounds like that might be a pretty big clue. Or, you
3: just neuralized or your brother. Piece,
5: yeah. I think I think in the
3: moment <laughs> I was like style. trying to
1: yeah, like in the moment I was trying to play Mia as like a healer and a helper and then I was like crap, she totally would have done that, but that could that's a clue. Yeah, it totally that, made sense that you did it. Yeah, but for sure there's like clues or something that we could have Yeah, and then I think my biggest regret question mark is like i can't ask for some like divine intervention in the heat of battle on the front line some crap you know what i mean like yeah it is what it is but that stands out for whatever reason <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I do agree that it kind of it, it makes sense for me to try to help her brother and really the only way that she knows how right like through the power of thor is how she operates daily so it it totally didn't make sense. I've
1: never tried for one of those rolls either. So like I thought for sure it would fail. Like I, what's the chances of rolling 11 or lower? Let me roll it. I'll roll an 11 or lower. Yeah. <laughs> so I just didn't really think, you know, like it was basically what, 98% not, or not 98, sorry, 88% not going to happen or whatever. So that's why I was like, okay, yeah, me would do this. And then now I'm like wondering what happens because of it. But anyway,
3: <laughs> I like that. That's a good sound. I think for me, uh, the standout is just having Grimby back. I really missed. going to say that.
1: Jock slash <laughs> Grimby.
3: Well, Grimby Jacques. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, I you could uh, say like, hey. Like,
3: I know it was. It came out huh? fine, fine-ish in the edit, but there were still a few things that Grimby said were like the very end of it. He's. Sounded like Jacques for some well, reason. Well, because
1: you're saying like ha huh, or something.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's got the uh, Jacques' little like finisher he always does on a stupid sentence. <laughs> <laughs> stupid goblin.
5: <laughs> it was nice to see Grimby again and get reunited.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. Um, I was kind of disappointed that we didn't get a double fight. I think John had made a comment around the time. Where, you know, Shakar up on the ship and maybe the rest of the party in the tent battling what the hell is going on in there. I had illusions of grandeur that it may or may not play out like that. Uh had to pivot a little bit. But it did lead to Dreg accessing some of his, uh, more, his most powerful magic uh, through the help of Halsa, of course. And obviously you all saw through the help of the coven as well.
5: That was nice. I I really liked that. Stinking sapphires are ruined for the rest of my life. (laughs) But Dendar helped by the power of Dendar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Without Dendar, Drag would not have been able to get all y'all up on the boat to help us. And that fight would have gone way different.
3: Ooh, yeah, that would have been...
5: uh... That could have been the end of... Shakara and Grimby. Venom trolls are nasty.
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, that could have been the end of The Rising 4.
1: Yeah. We forgot that we couldn't be poisoned, though.
3: Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, that was unfortunate that we, like, all collectively forgot. Because, again, it was it was an, an, another play, like, a, like weeks apart, right? Mm-hmm. From when we actually had the Heroes' Feast. Um, and that actually just kind of brings up the... One thing I... I I'll touch on for maybe some of the the more prolific players uh, that our listeners are. Obviously, and I think uh, Mike did mention this. Like, obviously, Mia's not paying the component cost for that hero's fees because it's very pricey. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. six-level spell; it's very pricey to do that. And obviously, through this entire campaign, we've haven't been playing. Uh, we, well, we've been playing very loosely with component costs that actually require like have a gold cost to them because those are not hand wave using a focus or a material pouch right
1: Ah, uh, the paladins put it on their tab
3: well <laughs> i mean we can say the same about all the revivifies that you're popping off because i think you need like a <laughs> diamond or something to do that or wh- or whatever it is right
1: i always thought that my hammer replaced components is this not right
3: well if you your your divine focus or your arcane focus or your material pouch can replace uh, components that do not have a gold cost. Mm. Otherwise, oh. you have to pay for those well, components.
1: not to play dumb, but I didn't know.
3: No, and, and you didn't know because we haven't played that at all in this campaign, and we're going to continue playing it the way we have, which... Thank goodness. I mean, that's... Well, I mean, <laughs> yes. But, but, I mean, it would be entirely unfair to switch that because of the way the campaign goes and has been built. Like, it's not... You guys aren't looting dungeons for mass amounts of gold. For which you to then spend on your components, right? So it would be entirely, incredibly unfair to just limit you in that way. Like we're not going to do that, obviously.
1: I mean, if you want to give us gold, is fine.
3: <laughs> well, now you have this resource in the paladins, and had you actually successfully prevented all the supplies from getting stolen, you would have access. We were to only a lot of gone
5: this... for like fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, they move fast. Don't. Talk I mean, about you were that. you were in there. There was a lot of them, right? There you saw a lot of track, a lot of darkling tracks down there. Uh, so clearly, and, and obviously, we've he made a new friend in Bakla, Mr. Vaugh. Va.
1: Mr. Vaugh. I don't know. I, I really wish we would have went to the tent first, but it's fine. It happened. It is what it is.
0: Well, you and Leland both, but I didn't want to get a fight on two fronts, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's just, is that John thinking of his wife or is that Shaft? No. <laughs> no? <laughs>
5: Absolutely not. <laughs> well, because I don't think Shaft would care that much. John doesn't care if Shakara dies.
0: Shaft in general doesn't want to get in that battle that he thinks he's going to lose. He's a preservationist.
1: Yeah, but don't you right? want to preserve the circlets?
0: Yeah, but not, not when chance. the sta- not when it's stacked against you. I went out to tell you guys and everything was going to hell, right? Yeah, not at the expense of, of Shaft's life, basically, is what you're saying, right? Right. I only, only want to get involved if I have the upper hand, if possible.
3: Yeah, I mean, that, that's how Shaft has lived as long as he has, you know, been doing what he has for as long as he has, right? But, okay, so in, I know Mia and Shakara uh, had said a couple of times throughout these episodes, like, the supplies are taken and or destroyed. So do you believe that the, the entire point of taking the supplies was just simply to destroy all of them across the board? Or maybe you're just mostly referring to the circlets specifically, or what?
5: I would be very surprised if the circlets were not destroyed. But the rest of the supplies, I would imagine they could use themselves. Well, I don't know. Do I guess they still need to eat. They're yeah. just mind-controlled, but they're still alive. The monsters gotta eat. Armies move on their stomachs, right?
4: Yeah. If their goal was to just, just make all of the supplies unusable, they would not
5: have... <laughs> nice. Sorry, I
1: just imagined armies on their stomach, like, slithering around.
3: On the oh, like a, what have you been drinking?
1: <laughs> she said armies move on their stomach. Okay, sorry. Not literally. I know, but it looks funny to imagine. All right, sorry.
4: Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they just have destroyed it all right there? Like, why would they go to the hassle of, like, bringing some of it with them to destroy it back wherever they brought yeah. it to, right? doesn't make sense. I don't think.
0: Yeah, and I think we we did see inside before the the big rock moved over that there were boxes and stuff. Yeah, in there. So we they, yeah. yeah, they're they're moving it someplace for a reason.
5: Well, there's weapons too, right? So obviously they can arm their people with. weapons. We don't know weapons. what's in it.
0: We ask a lot of times. You know, what can we see inside? Is there anything marked? You know, is there any indication of what might be on it? The only way we know anything is what we saw was smashed onto the ground.
3: Uh, when you were on the Rising 4, you peered into a number of the crates and saw, like, you know, I mean, what, what else would you think they would be? Like, you specifically were looking for uh, parts or components for some of the the machines that Tinderman mm-hmm. created, which you right. didn't find. Uh, and you didn't find any of those in, in the, the remnants of what was left over either from, from the supplies.
0: Right, but the stuff we saw smashed in the tunnels was more food and that kind of stuff.
3: Sure, but and and I was trying to paint the picture more like the things that were smashed weren't purposefully smashed. It was more like in the hustle of moving mass amounts of shit. This is just, right, that's what I was trying to convey. Obviously, I didn't do that very clearly. But it wasn't like they were just picking random boxes and just the giants were smashing them on the ground or anything like that.
0: (laughs) Right. Target practice. if, If you had, I mean, that tent was full of boxes. When I went in there all the way around this massive tent. So if they moved all that stuff and we've only saw a small amount of boxes smashed, you know, that sort of maybe were being pushed along and broke and they just sort of pushed it off to the side and continued on. The things that we did find, none of that was like a box of circlets or a big robot or anything. So there was a majority of it is probably going to be supplies to take care of the camp, the paladin camp, right?
5: Which is now going to take care of the Neogi camp.
0: Or the people that they have mind-controlled.
5: Well, that's the Niogi camp. Their army.
3: Uh, and, I mean, Sally, you had reported to Sally, and Sally had said, well, without those, if we can't get those supplies back, then we're really going to have to lean on Dracal to prop this this whole place up. Right, what right. What she was getting at. So those are maybe a preview of some ramifications that potentially could happen uh, as far as the city of Dracal goes.
5: Yeah, And that might not go well, because... Your call completely undermined. It depends on if they know that we killed Hannah. No, Hannah's still alive as far as people at your call we know. We killed
4: Hannah? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so uh, wh-
3: wh- who are you afraid of finding out that the party killed Hannah?
5: I just
1: think that the city's opinion of us could potentially change. I don't know.
5: But it would be the paladins that would be leaning on the city for support, not us. So that wouldn't necessarily matter.
4: I guess. I guess maybe. Are you are you saying because we're Just by sort association. of associated with them? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying.
3: Well, that was one thing that I noticed throughout these episodes is, uh, so far, the party still really does see themselves as being a separate entity to the Paladins.
5: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but it is like... We see our yeah, we see ourselves separate as in we work directly for Samuel, or you all work for Sally. Or like
5: I I don't I see it as more of as like allies. We're a separate entity, but we're allied right now because we need to be.
4: Yeah, I think Falzerin still doesn't fully trust Samuel and his whole regime, the, the Paladins. You know anyone who's working underneath him well
5: hell three years ago they were the bad big bad guys exactly
0: right <laughs> we're essentially <laughs> we're we're mercenaries
5: mm, yeah. yeah yeah
3: hey uh, i mean that's what maybe a lot of the the paladins tell themselves like samuel doesn't discriminate who who he does and doesn't enlist
1: the main thing i found suspicious by catherby was when she said she reported to no one but samuel and I was
5: like, That's what tipped you off? The way she was talking didn't tip you off. You you took way longer to think that she was mind controlled than I thought you should. And I was like, sure, but I She's still thought of
2: it way before the
5: boys said anything. So I was proud of myself. Shoot.
2: They
0: just need <laughs> shouldn't have weak minded Catherby's guarding all their stuff. <laughs> they need to recruit better.
1: Maybe Shakara didn't leave us for Grimby. <laughs> Oh, I
5: stayed, you all left.
4: <laughs> I was thinking it I just didn't want to say it first in case I was wrong <laughs> You were thinking that she was
5: mind controlled or you were thinking that Shakara shouldn't have stayed with Grimby
3: Yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming
3: Well I, I did really like uh, the, the Shakara the new Shakara 2.0 and, and Grimby reunion That I liked how that went and the party was actually very supportive
5: Yes, that was nice. <laughs>
3: Surprisingly, High or rural. indifferent.
2: Calling it a club,
1: joining a club, yeah. Mia's not no, into that.
5: I said my family.
1: Oh well, whatever. Family club, same thing.
5: Well, he meant He was Leland was talking about before that when I was hesitant about seeing Grimby and whether or not he would. Oh yeah,
1: because you're you're a, you're a dime now. Yeah, yeah, but I mean,
0: Grimby liked you back before he turned. Now look at you. How
5: will
1: he tell
0: if, it's me? It's true love.
5: What if he's into Dragonborn and now I'm not a Dragonborn? So.
4: That's valid. Maybe Dragonborn or his thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he might just be hoping you still have some scales left in all the right places. Ah. <laughs> all the right
4: scales in all the right places.
5: <laughs> that is one regret I have from these episodes is I wish I, wish I had kicked everybody else off Mike and Shakara and Grimby had had a proper conversation. Like, there's still a lot she needs to say to him.
1: Like, rare.
5: Not like rare. Oh,
1: okay.
5: (laughs) But also, yes, that too. But other (laughs) stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just about the change and everything that's happened and how she feels about it and just more in depth than what I said.
3: Right. So, uh, Mia's a cold-blooded murderer. That's right. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It
3: is true. Executing uh, whatever paladin gets in her in the way of her storm. <laughs> no,
1: no, I just.
0: <laughs> mm. Wait, this is going to be interesting. Explain.
1: Well, I'm not murdering. I'm just, just like sucking the life so... no. killing randomly. <laughs> no.
3: I believe the word is indiscriminately. <laughs> indiscriminately, that's the word. Thank you. It's Thank you, like Layla. the
1: "for the greater good" mentality, which could be considered murder, but
4: how do you feel about giving me a hard time about the horses now?
1: Hmm? <laughs> I, re- oh, I can revive them, you're right? Because
2: <laughs> yeah, you I know, mean, who's on a to scale, say that I didn't revive the, the ones? Because the harsh
3: is, is worth a paladin for sure. <laughs>
0: It depends off if you're going, like, horse humanity or how many legs they have. Whatever your <laughs> ranking are, you know. You're right. Le- you're right. <laughs> Falzern's killed far more legs.
4: I heard about those horses for weeks and weeks and weeks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe if the paladins let you piggyback, uh, they, they'd be worth more to, to Mia. Or, I guess, Elena.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I...
1: I feel like I played Mia so Mia in these episodes, but that's the one thing that maybe wasn't Mia. I don't know. I just get so like confused when it's, when the Niyogi get involved. Like I see her as having blinders on, but I don't know. Did you guys think hey, it was too? You're out of young. Character? You got
0: worked up. You wanted to kill something, and something got in your way. Well, I, I mean, I people make mistakes. Count the bad
1: guys primarily, like.
4: No, I think I think that's a total a totally fair portrayal of Mia because you've said numerous times countless times about how like these Neogi you are laser focused on dealing with the the threat of the Neogi. Well it's
1: like one man versus all of humanity in her mind sort of thing. I don't know.
4: Yeah I think even if it's not really all that characteristic of Mia when you throw the variable of the Neogi into the mix maybe Mia behaves a little bit rash.
1: I will say the fight on the boat like I went I went all out. Like I spent resources. And I and we woke up that way. Like I spent my six level spells a lot in heroes feast. And I spent what was in my amulet and, and all this stuff. And then when it came to like the true to and fro episode and we'll get there eventually, like I like my resources are spent.
0: <laughs> in Mia's defense, we're just one bad conversation away from killing paladins anyway.
2: yeah i mean that is true it
3: it seems the party is relentlessly one bad conversation away from killing somebody (laughs) whoever may or may not be in the room with them it seems like it's
2: sometimes
5: that's a hungry hungry hadar thing that sucked
3: yeah and you know it's funny because uh we our plays were that that combat was cut into two of our like play sessions, basically essentially what you heard in those episodes. Cause like that, that was allowed me to be able t- to correct like, it, cause it blinds everybody in it versus what, how to use JavaScript. But also when I originally drew it on the map at the end of the first session, uh, I drew it only half the size. It was twice as, it was <laughs> twice as big. It's got oh, a 20 foot radius. So before we played again, I went in and I changed it and obviously nobody noticed. I didn't, but it yeah, was, I didn't It's notice. huge. <laughs> it's massive. So yeah, it doesn't do all that much damage though but it really, I think, is is more like battlefield control yeah, yeah, it's rather huge. than a damaging Blind spell. people? Well,
5: it took me out for several turns. Like, I couldn't get out of it. I couldn't do anything.
3: Right. Well, the, yeah, that difficult terrain is so uh, aggravating, especially when it's centered right on Shikar
5: you. Shikara not
1: being able to do anything is a common theme in this group of episodes. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> but it was uh, a very heroic of Grimby to try and save at least one of the other paladins. Instead of just trying to get himself out, he tried to get somebody else out with him. The
4: pal- the paladin popsicle.
3: Yeah, the paladin popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, that spell is is strange because it's like, you know, if if you were within 30 feet of the, the sphere itself, you could hear the whispers in it as well and like the squelching of tentacles. And it's very, it's very like, like Lovecraft. It's like one of those Lovecraftian aspects, right? In line with some of the other Hadar spells specifically, that kind of shit. So it's just gross in there.
5: It's it's a cool spell. I just hated it because I was stuck in it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that fight was turned out much better than I thought it was going to. Because when we were playing it, I'm like, man, it really feels like I'm just playing 90% of this <laughs> combat. Because there's far too many fucking NPCs. And cr- I mean the creature's fine, but like it's a whole ship full of paladins that need to do something in addition to Grimby, and then Mia, or, or, or sorry, and then Braun and Halsa. Thankfully, I knocked Drag out. That's like the only <laughs> way I was able to manage it. I was just got to put one of them down. So I felt like I was just playing by myself, and I didn't want it to sound like that I don't or sound think it did. boring. It didn't, didn't feel that feel way to that me. Way. No. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's good. I hope it didn't feel like that for anybody else. Uh, like I said, the edit does, you know, magnitudes of of effort to to make something sound far better than what it feels like when we're when we're playing. I think, not all the time, but it helps a lot.
1: Oh, I agree. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I mean that. I mean that fight we had. You know, Mia got dropped off the ship. Um,
1: oh, I mean. Psh- so that was a whole thing, because it's like, can I put my wings out? And you're like, that takes an action. So yeah. T- like.
0: I mean, there's all kinds of things that you don't think about in the heat of combat, right? She could have used the shackles and popped right back up to me. But none of us thought about that. No. no right? Completely forget about the shackles. Which
1: is, again, another action, though, so it depends. But.
3: Well, okay. So I, I know there was some some chatter in the Discord about whether or not Mia should have let Mia pop her, pop her wings out. And. Yeah, like normal Dave brought up the rule of cool. Like, that's obviously a rule of cool is something that you ideally, you know, usually is like something you would probably rule on, right? But uh, I don't know. I I feel like we set, I don't want to set precedents for moving forward for things because what if I want to drop one of you off of the toppest peak of the Vorgreg Mountains? If it happens Mm -hmm. to be Mia, I don't want her to be able to throw her wings open. So, the (laughs) toppest peak. The Hmm. toppest peak. So those are the things that I think about when I think, but also like in session 60 from above, which was Mia's intro episode for those that may need a refresher and haven't listened to it in the two and a half years since it came out. <laughs> when Mia was thrown off the, the side of the mountain by the hurt Umber Hulk, her link to Thor, that deity, uh, Herifina, came down in that ball of light and, and basically stopped time like she did when she spoke to Mia in the Kraken cave in in Heraklion. So, it was not it was not like a case of allowing her to do it here just solely for storytelling versus mechanics. Um cuz I do think about those things. Believe me, I do think about those things and I don't try to just brush that kind of shit under the rug, you know what I mean? So, that's my justification for it. <laughs> and I know at the time I was very annoyed that everybody was bitching about it and <laughs> I tried very, very hard to be as polite as I could in responding to the few uh, Discord messages that well, I responded to. Well, in the gameplay... I was annoyed. I when was it moved. happened, <laughs> I didn't question
1: it. It made sense to me. Like, we're in combat taking six-second turns. Like, we're taking actions. It made sense to me.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I just... You literally just... Featherfall is a reaction to cast, so that's what I base it off. By, and I don't know? have And it. that's how... Exactly, and that's that's kind of how it works. I mean, even if, you know, like the... In uh, one D and uh, D playtest stuff, like the Ardling or whatever that has wings, it takes this bonus action to pull put out wings. Well, that still wouldn't help you if you're being dropped off of right. off of something. But also, though, I I, I do want to point out that I hope this combat, maybe not for all of you, I'm not going to name names, but I hope a, a lot of what happened in some of these episodes shows you the way that I'm I try to narrate what's happening in the fights because. I mean, one we're on, we're up in the, we're hundred feet up in the air on a ship with flying creatures that rounds before did swoop down, grab a paladin and then drop off over the side. So there's already that little preamble foreshadowing that it could possibly happen. Right. And mm-hmm. perhaps Mia could have thought, well, I better spend one of my first turns popping my wings out just in case something like that happens. And really the point behind that is just to eat up your actions. Like that's exactly how the circlets function. It's literally to eat up, like, potentially your first round of actions so the monsters, I can have my monsters get a bit of a jump on you as far as action economy, right? That's really the whole point of how those circlets are of the wise are, are designed to function.
4: I'm always, I always struggle with that. Same with blink. You
1: ate up my actions, that's for sure.
4: The circlet and blink, I'm always like, uh dude, it's going to take my entire turn just to do this, but it's also going to really benefit me moving forward, but then I lose an entire turn. It's a hard.
0: Uh, and attunement too. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And there's a lot of spells I don't cast for that reason. Yeah. It's just, there are better options well, things that I think are better options at, at the time.
3: Right, right, right. i just trying to relay a lot of, like, you know, and, and I realize how difficult it is in the middle of combat, especially when you have, like, full casters trying to figure out what the hell you're going to do your next round. But there's always a lot of shit going on, and I do try to, like, you know, foreshadow, for lack of a better term, potentially upcoming stuff. Like, I mean, even with the first thing the the Venom Troll did was cut himself open and release that big gas of... Uh, poison gas, right? So I try to show and not tell, obviously,
0: right? And I'll say in combat, there's a lot of times, and, you know, Bill's mentioned this before, you're focused on what you're going to do next. But if you've ever played a board game where the the whole board changes significantly before it gets back to your turn, many times I'll go, okay, this is going to be a perfect move. I'm going to move here. I'll use my whirlwind attack. I'll take out six of them, you know, and this is going to be perfect. And then the person that goes right before me,
5: Shakara, does her whip attack and pulls him out of the pulls way. Pushes
0: everybody all the way. And now you go, okay, well. I heard about
5: that afterwards. <laughs> yeah,
0: but you don't know what I'm thinking. But I'm saying that's the kind of things that you you think you have a plan, and then that plan gets, for whatever reason, changes. That's
1: just life. Yeah, it
0: is. But that's what I'm saying. When you when people listen back and they go, well, why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that, and you go. Well, in my mind before that, this is what I was doing, and then it came up, and you can't think. D&D's got a lot of things you can do, right? There are a lot
3: of, there are a lot of moving parts. But, to, but to that kind of proves what my, the point that I was trying to make is I try to give you all the tools in the narrative descriptions to be proactive, not reactive. And Mia's taking her first turn coming on that boat to pop her wings out. That's proactive. Mm-hmm. But I'm not proactive. I mean, you took 20 falling damage from pizza. You took no falling damage. It was not
1: as bad as it could have been, yes.
3: Well, I mean, the after party, as after parties go, I did have the boat get lowered, right? Darcy Gregg lowered the boat as well because I knew that rock was going to drop you if you didn't get out. But also, that could easily have been Shaft that got dropped because the turn before the rock grabbed you with its attack of opportunity, it missed its Talon attack on Shaft. Mm. If it had mm. grabbed Shaft, Shaft would have been going over.
4: And Shaft's got no uh, no way to save himself. Well, from Shaft that. can't
3: shackle to himself; he just doesn't move. Right, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, we're de- we definitely use those shackles once we remembered.
0: How, how I think we might have mentioned this before, but how much do you not want us to have those shackles? Now? Yeah, it's, kinda, it's it's a little. <laughs> if I was the DM and somebody had the shackles, it would annoy me a lot because you set up an encounter, sort of thinking this, and then all of a sudden it sort of gets shit on right. Every time Mia gets swallowed, she pops right back out if we want her to. <laughs>
2: right. You know, that, or, or,
0: or she got grappled, too, and she
3: zipped right out of it from the big Yeah. Year. Right. Now, yeah, they're really annoying. And they only cost you 100 <laughs> gold pieces. And I far yeah. uh, undervalued or and overpowered what these things do. Um, but, I, I mean, I think they're a cool-ass item. And I like oh, it when you all utilize your shit. So, so we had um, – uh, Diego had kind of, uh, put a question for the AP asking like, have you thought of using them in kind of some of these ways? Which I think we, we touched on a couple on a couple after parties ago. C- Cause like we figured out, Oh, we could have like uh Falsy could do like a super dimension door. Like he takes right. him and yes, yes, him and yes, Shakara yes. away while he has the shackles. And then me and Shaft pop to Falsy. Right. And then you get a four person dimension door for like upcasting it once or whatever, or however this, but mm-hmm. uh, so, so the, yeah, I mean, there's lots of cool things that can be happened. I think, you should be rewarded for that creativity. And (laughs) I don't think you should be penalized. Like, if magic items can just be completely encounter ruining things, right? Uh, I mean, hell, just spells can be. I don't know, as as someone running the game, are you supposed to craft an encounter that is the party (laughs) item-proof? Or do you give them the opportunity to be creative with what they've acquired and presumably earned throughout the campaign. Well, the second. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, well, okay, great. Uh, okay, let's move, but, on the next, but, move on to the next point here.
0: <laughs> but it is still frustrating sometimes when I think, I can see how it can be frustrating that you're trying to to build a dynamic and, and interesting encounter to, you know, because you want it to be, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, sort of stressful on, you know, in a fun way, right? But if you know you can always, you know, just get out of every situation with whatever the, the situation might be, like you can always teleport everybody away, it sort of takes a lot of the heroic fun out of it, in my opinion.
1: Is that like a new tagline? The incorrigible party is stressful in a fun way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, you know that that I think that's why they put things in place to try to balance those higher powered things. There's a higher cost, or there's so like for you instance,
1: know. we used Denny, a magical item. Then you guys were stuck in a situation where it was half the party. We are split, right? Uh, sure. We use another magical item. I can come teleport up to you, but Shakara is still not there. We're not utilizing her resources. Right. We're still outnumbered. Like. There was pros and cons to using all of those items, and we got into that situation because we used them. They would have been long gone by the time we reached the the stone.
0: Right. I mean, I think it, it gave an interesting situation. Like when when I was when I had Falsey over the broom, and we were hauling ass down, and we had death saves were being made, and I didn't know what was happening. I had to make that call that I'm going to stop and try to you know stabilize him. I mean, the broom would have would have given us enough leeway or headway, I guess you could say, that it wouldn't have been able to attack us if I would have kept on going.
5: But Leiden could have rolled one more time, and Falzarin could have been.
0: That's dead. true, but that's the that's the moment, right? That's what makes it yeah. exciting. Yeah, is I'm gonna risk. Stressful but fun. And and you know we both went down, and that was awesome. I was honestly
4: very surprised that Shaft. It makes sense, but I'm I was surprised that Shaft stopped and did that because. That was a big risk that he put himself in.
5: Yeah. That wasn't self-preservation.
0: That's right. Yeah. But no
3: nobody knows it happened.
0: That's right. The only people Actually nobody knows it happened, right?
4: That's true cuz Falsgren wasn't there to witness it. Danny knows. Yeah. Ah, Denny's the only Well, Denny
3: knows. I have to. I will apologize up front to Britt because I will be destroying Denny uh, in short order because (laughs) Denny is far too (laughs) OP.
2: Never should have agreed to Ascension Flying Broom.
5: (laughs) Speaking of Britt, is this the first time is down for the count in Shaft? It's the first time they've made death saves?
0: No. No, not for Shaft. I think Falzern
4: has made death saves before as well, hasn't he?
3: I think so. For sure, Shaft has. Uh, I mean, Shaft went down in the Hank Appleby fight in session 13, for Pete's sake. <laughs> so, <laughs> definitely, Shaft has gone down a number of times. Uh, because I think a number of times you've relied on your lucky, your halfling luck, to not roll a critical fail on your stick. That's
0: right. Yes.
1: Same fight and may have killed Hank Applebees, but wasn't he unconscious and being drugged into the wagon? So wasn't he?
3: Oh, right. Uh, that was after Gozer knocked him out. So yes, Falzerin yes. has been
2: Technically. unconscious. Because <laughs> Gozer punched him
1: out. Technically, he was... <laughs> Falzerin was making death saves in the cavern <laughs> in the belly of the beast that Bryn got him out of. Oh, yeah. yeah the urn, cor- yeah.
3: yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so twice Falzerin's Sorry, Coralern, been down. Sorry, At least. At least. Yeah.
4: The one time there was no real danger of death because a party member did it to him. But
3: <laughs> So Mia basically got stabilized. I think Shaft you had, I rolled you one death save. I think it was a, it was a pass. And Falzrin was at uh, a fail and a success.
4: Should have kept going. And it's first, to, it's, it's first to three, right? It's three out of five?
3: It is uh, what, whatever the first to three. Uh, three successes and you're stable. Three fails and you die
4: yeah and a and a nat one counts as two fails two
3: fails correct yeah
0: you did notice when i got off the broom and you asked if i was going to get his potion out of his bag and put it down his throat or to stabilize him thematically i wanted it to be stabilized because giving him the potion would bring back up right i i wanted him to still be down because if i brought him back up then i went down he could have somehow you know gave me a potion or brought me back up too it was much more exciting the, to not give you the potion. And I thought thematically, I'm not going to dig around in a bag. I, I'm just going to, you know.
1: It made sense for your character right. to choose that.
0: So, yes, I did save you, but I didn't. I had a, I had a better optimal play, but chose not to take it. And I like, I prefer those kind of things, the flaws and, the, and those kind of things.
1: I think when I zapped to you guys, I was trying to keep a higher level spell slot open to put it on my pendant since my pendant was being spent. And, you know, like it turns out I, zoop, zoop, what the, I zap in mm. and you guys are both down.
3: <laughs> you zoop right. zap,
1: zoop, I
2: zoomed zoop. it in there. I zoomed
1: out. Like, I don't know why I was thinking of zoomies. Anyway, I zoomed <laughs> in there. You guys are down. And so it was like, just use it. Use what I've got. Like, right, do it. Right. And And I think that that's mia that's what i would do but then yeah i have you know end of this group of episodes i might have some first maybe second level spells left that's it
3: yeah you you shackling literally saved shaft and falls in his life what do you think that bahir was gonna do so (laughs) i
1: I mean (laughs) mia's humble obviously so you're welcome. <laughs> That's not the first word I think of when I think of Mia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, to like teleport in and see that, oh man. That like definitely, I don't know, that scene is very vivid in my mind. Like just the, the urgency, I don't know.
0: So do you think yell when I was yelling run that that was a bad idea?
1: When you yelled run and we went the other way?
0: Well, I didn't know what you were doing. I was trying to warn you that there was this big thing chasing At us. At
5: first, it made sense because you were also running, essentially, on Denny. So it made sense. You would tell us to run so that you wouldn't overtake us, and then we'd get chomped on. No, it made sense. Yeah. But then when you said it the second time, when you were, Falls was down and, and you were hurt.
0: You didn't know any of that. It was still just a run.
5: Yeah, it was just a run, but it was like, I took it as, meaning, as being like a different tone to your voice where you're like more scared and it's not just a a run it's like oh my god so that's why i turned around
0: so you took it as a run like i need help more than a run save yourself
5: run like save yourself but but in a way that was saying we need help but still you were saying run save yourself but but that's why i didn't turn around because i was like He said, run.
3: (laughs) He said, save me with his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Your mouth says, run, but your eyes say, no, no, save save me.
2: (laughs) I think
1: part of it is like, if if Shaft were to get into trouble or die, because he told us to run and we ran and we saved ourselves, I would be like, Shaft told us to run. Because that's what Shaft would say. Mia said to run. Like, just literal. Take them literal. And
5: that's something that Shakar is also struggling with now, is she used to be if he would have said run she would have run towards him because obviously he was in danger but now she's much more about saving herself so that's why she ran in the other direction in the first place but then her quote unquote good side took back over and it was like okay well he needs us and that's right. why she started to slowly run does back. it make me a knock good to
1: keep listening to him like I don't...
3: Shikar has a whole family of mouse that she needs to feed she gotta think about the family <laughs> first <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> She's the right. breadwinner. She's the only breadwinner. Dreg can't do shit without Halsa holding his hand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you He's need a couple
2: crates. <laughs> I mean, your army's
0: not going to go unless their uh, armies move on their stomachs, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. You need some
0: crates for your uh, little Dindar clan.
1: <laughs> Can you answer a quick question about Dreg since we just mentioned him? How does Dreg feel about his weapon being used? It's kind of going back to the boat fight.
3: Yeah, well, no, I mean, you all uh, clearly saw him. He, he was like visibly angry, right? And I love when you walked away, and it was the party minus Shakara, and Shaft was just needling Dreg about the. World. Oh man, I was so brutal listening back to that. And like, what did Dreg, I do? You just were like, <laughs> boy, boy, Dreg, you must feel real bad about the way your weapons are being used. <laughs> like how oh, that, how sh- oh, that shit got turned around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. And then Dreg just like doesn't say anything because he's so mad. He just can't say anything without pss, like his teeth or <laughs> grit. And how do you He trusted us? That?
1: He told us where it was, right? We turned it in this all happened.
3: Yeah, true. I mean, obviously Dreg doesn't seem in a cult
1: now try to try to trust
3: to <laughs> implicitly to right? so but but grimby on the Grimby and obviously Grimby said this in front of Dreg and and Bronn and Hulsa but Grimby was saying like hey, hush hush after this is all done we're getting away with this weapon and this boat and we're going to make sure that this stays in our hands kind of thing
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of how we feel about the armor I guess making sure that it's not sort of used after the planet is saved or whatever our plan is
3: you think if you aid Samuel in fully assembling the armor of Kalara, that you're going to be able to get it away from him once he's got it?
0: No.
4: I don't
1: know. Well,
0: we all have easily.
1: some false not hope easily. of something.
4: That's that's what Falzarin is still very very weary of. That, like, yeah, we we probably need Samuel to deal with this imminent threat, but is Samuel just going to be another threat
0: as soon as the Neo Gear Gun?
5: Do we need Samuel or do we need the armor? Exactly.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. How much different is it than if we were to align with Alamar if he became a lich for right. the greater good? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, they're both terrible,
4: terrible choices to have to make because I don't think we can deal with the Niyogi
3: by ourselves.
1: I just think our little group knows that we don't want him to have it forever. We could, we got to figure it out. But
3: Well, it's it's a very difficult thing to figure out. I mean... How how could you possibly act on a plan now in the situation that with everything going on, how could you possibly figure out some type of, of, of plan and then try to execute it as far as defying Samuel and what he's trying to do, gathering the pieces? Like, how would you go about doing that right now where we are in the story? How could you do that?
5: The only thing we could potentially do is if we killed him and took the pieces of, of armor that he currently has.
1: And found the remaining pieces. Yeah.
5: But you kill him,
1: like, who are the paladins going to look to? What's going to happen? What they are would they kill us. Do? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Well, I I would assume at least some of them are loyal to him. Not all of them are just mercenary type people.
3: Yeah, you you asked Grimby what his thoughts were, and he said, well, you know, I, I've I've had fine interaction with him, but everyone I've seen around him certainly seems to at least respect him. Whether or not that equates to them liking him is an entirely different story.
5: Right. Some, at least a few of them, would be upset if we killed him. If, if we didn't have a, a obvious good reason for yeah. it. Yeah,
3: I, <laughs> I. Speaking of other paladins, I love it that every random paladin that you all come up to and talk to, you just give them all of the information. It doesn't matter what rank they may or may not be, where they came from. You just give them. All right, there's Niogi under the city. There's a tunnel. Here we go. We got to They're taking all this shit. You're like, and this, this poor guy's like, uh, okay. Uh, okay. I don't know.
5: I did think about that after it was too late. <laughs> we popped out of the tunnel. We spewed all this information on him. I'm like, uh, we probably don't need to be burdening him with this. Hi, he can't I'm Mia. Do with Mia Brightwood. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah, you're in a By bad situation, lightning. but it's worse. <laughs> it's getting
1: worse. By my light, my storm might hit you. Watch out. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> I just think I love that's funny. And then, and then when we, we meet Bakla, and nobody tells him that his home is essentially gone.
5: I mean,
1: he's already said, hurt. He's he
3: already
2: down. We, we don't mind
5: him when he's
2: down.
0: He insult to injury. Come on.
5: We kind of told him he couldn't
1: go, you know,
5: it's not I mean the his same. home's still it's there. It's just overrun with the <laughs> Yogi. You're gonna and take there's at least him. one other darkling alive, right? Yeah. Jolby's there. Jolby's there. As far you know. as we know, he's still fine.
3: Oh, I just love it. I just love it. And then every time we talk to Sally, Mia is covered in something. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's shit from the sewer or Bahir guts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just like
1: stinking. <laughs> that was it I didn't expect I don't know. I didn't expect after sort of reviving the two of them that i would get swallowed like that (laughs) (laughs) but like going into that fight when i teleported to shaft i had like 103 hit points that's what it really yeah i had a lot of hit points because with all our temporary stuff i was up over like 120 total or something but yeah i mean that's just how deadly that thing was
5: yeah i went down (laughs) quickly on the boat and unfortunately, I was able to lay on hand. So I was back at like 70 when we went down the tunnel. And then all I did in the tunnel was run. So I was fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you all you all made it to. So you finally saw the front line. And it was funny in this tunnel because a number of things could have could have went differently. Obviously, like Elena had said, if you didn't take Danny ahead, you would have just made it to this big boulder. Right. Like we wouldn't have really there would have been no encounter there had you been lagging behind a little bit. Right. Also had you not stayed to start to look around the boulder. I mean it was very it was very brief. It's not like you spent another 20 minutes down there. But you st- you stuck around long enough for the weapon firing over above to loosen up the soil and open up. So if you were had been like, "All right, we're we're getting out of here, let's go right away," you would have you would have missed that. That was always mm-hmm.
5: the plan, eh?
0: Yeah.
3: Correct. Yes.
5: In. Interesting. Oh, I thought you were giving us a way out. Same.
3: Well, I mean, I I it was a way out, but like again, you could have missed it.
0: Well, we wouldn't have had that great parry-dogging moment. That's <laughs> yeah. true, I, Boy, I would have been sad to have, have robbed you of that. The prairie Paladins dogging. up there. Yeah, they're in the trenches and they look over and a little falzerin head pops up. Goes back down. And he's like, I'm not that a prairie dog. That gets me dog. every time. I'm a
2: meerkat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what What were your impressions of this assault? I mean, really, it, it was a three-pronged assault, right?
4: Kind of terrifying. I mean, there's there's a huge, huge amount of forces that were brought to bear against Drukal, the Paladins, whatever their end goal was. I think it was a bit of an eye-opener as to how... Beefed up the forces that the yogi control are.
5: How they had a plan, they stuck to it. <laughs> they worked it all
0: out.
2: <laughs> That's
4: terrifying.
0: I can't imagine that a group of they people were organized. Would be able to do that. I think the paladins are unaware that there are a network of tunnels underneath of them and in the city that are overrun with these things. They're they're surrounded and they don't know it. Right. It's a bad place to be when you're doing trench warfare, right? They have a nice big line of stuff and they think everything's great and all of a sudden they're going to get...
5: Somebody prairie-dogging right. underneath them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's
2: right.
0: <laughs> Nobody expects a prairie dog. No. <laughs> Nobody suspects a Spanish prairie dog. That's right. <laughs> right. that's right. So, yeah, I think it was... I personally think it was just an assault to sort of test what they had and what they could defend with before the real stuff starts happening later.
3: Okay, so that's what that's what the goal was was a, a a perimeter test, as you think.
0: Yeah, I mean they retreated and I don't I think they were probably still in pretty good shape. And they did some pretty good damage, right? Yeah. Do you do you think that's it? Do you think that they came down from the mountains and that was just hey, this isn't going to work. They're
5: too no. strong? No. No, cuz they almost took out the ship. They took away all the supplies that were there, and they still have that extensive tunnel. I mean, Yeah, we don't they know. can just
0: go right up and flank everybody.
5: The tunnel forks, so we don't know where uh, the other tunnels go.
0: On, on the other side, right. On it goes the other up side of that border,
5: boulder, yeah. So, I mean, it, it could be really, really bad. Not just bad, but really, really bad.
0: Well, they've got orcs, they've got giants, they've got all kinds of creatures.
5: How long ago were we at the
1: tower?
3: Um, Like the tower fight, like fighting when you first fought those two kind of stuff? Yeah, like and stuff.
1: these trenches happened really fast, yeah?
3: Yeah, I mean, they dug them in like a day or two. So I th- I think it's probably been three or four since you were... Because when you got into Drukal, I think you had about four days left before Samuel's arrival. And he's a day ahead of, ahead of schedule. So
1: yeah, like half a week and they've got these trenches dug. That surprised me.
3: You saw the the amount of, uh, of personnel they have, right? I mean, oh, a yeah, lot yeah, of, of them. Their yeah. the yeah. camp is huge, right? They've done a ton very, very shortly, and like those trenches go on for like hundreds of feet, right? Like,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
3: they're they're very extensive, and, and really, it's predominantly just to guard their camp. Like, what others? There's no strategic value as far as assaulting the mountains that those trenches really provide them, right? Right. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like a defensive, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the plan is. Like, Samuel, in the first place, for us to go find this armor in the mountain, just the group of us? Like, I don't know, we seem pretty outnumbered.
0: I mean, I don't think our place, as mercenaries, is on the front line.
1: No, it's gonna be sneaky-sneaky looking for armor, or whatever, but it's crazy.
0: We gotta find out who's running the show on the other side. Take out the leaders. Well, or... that that's the thing, right? Like, up until this point, I've
4: sort of just thought that the neogi are working like, you know, like a... Hive mind? Yeah, like a hive mind, like a colony of ants or yeah. something. But, like, maybe there are is a leader or are some leaders to this whole
0: organization. We have no indication that there is, but, you know, we haven't been up in the mountains.
5: We have seen them, like, all react to the same thing without talking, so they do some kind of have some kind of telepathicness type mindedness right
3: yeah you do know that there's there's certainly a range to uh, the the control that they can exert right uh, you definitely know there's a there is a limitation there I don't think you've quite figured out what that is uh, exactly and clearly they do have like a way to communicate to those that they have enthralled right so
5: they do seem like a type of people that would have a type of being that would have a leader, somebody in charge, at least one if not more calling the
3: shots.
0: I think we when we head up in the mountains we might get some more clues as to what our next viable step is.
3: Well, I mean now are you are you going to want to go into the mountains or are you going to want to use the tunnel?
0: Well, the the tunnel leads up to right at the base of the mountains, right? So the tunnels behind that that big boulder are obviously tunnels under the mountains.
5: Yeah, like, I don't know how we could sneak past that boulder and things. Also, yeah, the tunnel is almost definitely going to have creatures that will attack us in it. <laughs> on the outside, on top of the mountain, we might be able to go a short distance without getting attacked.
1: Mountains are favored terrain, so, I mean, I'm I'm fans of that.
5: And there's more hidey places on top of the mountain.
3: <laughs> there's more inclement weather on the top of the mountain as well. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm. Uh,
1: uh, being cold versus being eaten. Huh? <laughs> At least you
5: feel warm inside <laughs> that tummy.
0: <laughs> if we go invisible with paths without a trace, we can walk right up past them and slap them on the back. Yeah,
5: no problem. I mean, that's...
0: Slap them on the back. Smack <laughs> them on the butt. <laughs> that's not an attack. That's a term of endearment. <laughs> <my. laughs> it's all in how you mean it. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was a lot of good fighting, a lot of good episodes with, you know, I think we got pretty close on a few things. Those rocks were a pain. Uh, you know, the the boat fight was pretty awesome. The tunnel fight was cool.
1: It feels real, right? Like the New yeah. taking over the mountains and everything. Just feels really close all of a sudden. It's like ha- yeah. it's happening, right? This is not a drill. It's happening. <laughs> like the Michael Scott, like it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
5: know we touched on it in the last episode a little bit why i didn't summon buttercup but it is a 10 minute cast so it wouldn't have really helped a whole lot i don't think mm-hmm. she definitely would have fit and i probably would have gotten to them a little bit faster but then i would have had to stud still for 10 minutes in order to do that so i don't know how much time it would have actually saved me
3: I mean, especially when you, you at that point you had no idea how long the tunnel was, right? So, right, hmm. yeah, w- without having any of that knowledge. And I, I, I it's funny. I, <laughs> I keep doing this. I keep like, just I guess maybe in the nature of the Niyogi and and how they utilize the Hulks, uh to make their tunnel network, because obviously you've seen tunnels that they've dug out before, right? And uh, are familiar with the umber hulk's work <laughs> every every tunnel has a little signature at the bottom of mm-hmm. it for yeah the yes. umber of course Hulk. yeah of course you could tell Make by the mark.
5: claw strokes on this one it was done by <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one but, was left-handed but like even like when we we're under the lake in the cracking caves, in the caves uh, under the tainted lake there are a number of tunnels that run for miles from the main section right most of which you have yet to explore but i keep Putting you in these long tunnels, where I have to be like, okay, how long do you want to walk for? An hour, two right. hours? Or like, I don't know why I keep right. doing
4: that, but it just keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. as long as they're uh, big enough to fly through.
2: That's <laughs> all
3: falls and cares about. Yeah. <laughs> we did have a question
5: from Facebook. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Ah. Michael says, "Is Bill ever going to use his inspiration?" <laughs> he knows the answer if he's laughing. <laughs> 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 well, I did reply that would require him to remember he has it.
4: Well, it's marked prominently and like there's like a s- multiple circles drawn around it on the character sheet. So I haven't forgotten. I just, uh, I'm waiting for the perfect time.
0: Yeah, I still have one too from Ashley Miller that I've been uh, waiting to use at the right yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I have a bunch. I need to start burning (laughs) through them.
1: Can I have some, please? Thanks.
0: I need to start burning through them. Well, we get to D and D one. Everybody gets them all the time, so (laughs) we don't have to worry about it.
3: I think uh, using your inspo to reroll that saving throw from that lightning breath would have been a great spot. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You took sixty-six damage from that. See, I I didn't
4: anticipate that it was going to hit that hard, or I would have. When you told me the damage total, I was like, "Well, yeah, it's nice knowing you Falser. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
4: that that was an impressive uh lightning bolt, yeah now to curiously bring that up, so was that upcast or was that just a straight lightning bolt?
3: It's just it has a lightning breath that's and Dang.
4: It, it, so is it equivalent damage to the spell lightning bolt?
3: Uh no I think the Bahir's lightning breath does twelve d10
4: okay because I was gonna say
3: like a and
5: dragon's lightning breath like a, a dragon's a, breath kind
3: of a, weapon oh I, I don't know I you would have, you would have to de- I guess it would depend on what challenge rating of of dragon you're looking at probably but the lightning bolt spell I believe does uh eight d6 or the same as fireball but it's lightning damage in a straight line
4: that's that's what I thought yeah and I was kind of expecting a similar amount of damage and then. It was not at all.
3: <laughs> you metagamer. gamer.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll teach you. Yeah, so lightning bolt is uh, yeah, eighty-six. It's it's essentially the equivalent of fireball, only it just it's not the same shape.
3: Yeah, it's it's a little worse. Yeah, I guess if you like the different damage types, but a Bahir is uh, in lore wise, they're they're dragon hunters. Oh, really? They, yeah, they they take them on and. Basically prey on dragons.
4: What a bunch of jerks. I love dragons.
5: Until they're breathing fire on you. Or acid. Or lightning. Or lightning. Or cold. I
4: mean, my goal is to play D&D in a universe where dragons are friendly one of these days. I'm I'm probably just going to have to be a dm because no one's going to make that universe so i've got to make it myself
2: <laughs> well,
3: we can put there you go we can put you in we can put you in uh, the my little pony universe and just put dragons on yeah it. there
0: you go <laughs> <get>. sold <laughs> sold <laughs> my little dragon <laughs> If that's what it's gonna take for you to DM a full campaign, then I'll just have to No, I'm out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No No, Thanks. (laughs) Come on.
4: You can you can like put fancy fancy things on your dragon. You can like if it had hair, you could braid it,
3: dress it up.
4: Dragon
2: with hair. (laughs)
3: You're You're right. I'm sorry. All right, you lost John too. All right, come on. Come, yeah, on. Yeah. come over to my new campaign, John,
4: where dragons will eat you. They'll eat your ah, face. Jonas, yes, Elena, Emily.
2: Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Crowd, tough family, to the party.
2: What's your campaign?
3: The line's been drawn in the sand, right? You, you're over here with us, or
4: you're over there with them. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. <laughs> You all are just narrow
3: sighted.
5: A helpful, like gold dragon, a metallic dragon would be nice, but not like a My Little Pony
3: dragon. Yeah, maybe find one of those. Find the good. There are good dragons. There are good aligned dragons. Oh, really?
5: I'll only
1: play if the campaign dragon is Puff the Magic Dragon.
3: Blaze it up! (laughs) That's. The goodest of aligned <laughs> dragons <Yeah>. is.
1: <laughs> and we all just play a bunch of Puff hippies. Puff just wants to have a
4: good time, <laughs> buddy.
1: <laughs> That's Puff's voice. I like it already. Let's go.
3: I think we got to all of the questions. Thank you all for the input. We've had
1: a lot of discussion. Uh, although, Diego is right? another
3: one saying, he's wondering if the party ever tried using the protection from, uh, it's protection from evil and good in 5e to counter the Neogi mind control ability. Level one nah. spell accessible by all three spellcasters in the party, which he does not consider Shaft to be a caster.
0: Yeah, well, he doesn't know what he's talking well, about. Well,
1: listen, <laughs> I can change my spells every long rest, and do I? No.
4: So how I <laughs> I don't, Faldrin doesn't have that spell, and I have never really read into it all that much, or I did and I don't remember it. How would that work, or how does that work?
1: I thought about it with Izzy one time, actually. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: So first level abjuration, one action, touch, one willing creature you touch. uh, You have to concentrate it, concentrate on it up to 10 minutes. So that's another pretty severe hindrance is concentration. Especially if Mia was going to pop that up, that means you aren't putting a storm up and having this going. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: But until, until the spell ends, one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Protection grants several benefits. Creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. The target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. If the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such a creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throw against the relevant effect.
0: So the circle, it's one action, and it's protection if you, right? I mean, you're good for a well, minute. You well, you have advantage. You are in, if you
3: activate it, yes. One action to activate it, you are immune to being charmed for one minute, yes.
0: And the other way, they are making their are saving against your spell, and they can do that every round, right? Or no, is it just pass fail, and then that's it? It says that they uh, can't be charmed. Target can't be charmed, which
3: is what the and the yogi is for mechanics wise. It is a charm effect, so this absolutely would protect you for up to ten minutes, actually, assuming concentration was was held on it for a single target. Absolutely, I think. Because you have the circlets, it's probably not worth maybe swapping out. But the last clause in that spell, it's actually very interesting. Where if you... Now, I, the target does need to be willing, granted. But if you cast it on somebody that's already charmed by a Niyogi, mm-hmm. should you prompt them to make another save against its effect, they would then have advantage on it.
1: But would they not be willing if they're charmed? Like, well, that's that
3: that's kind of the iffy part, I guess.
4: Yeah. I've yeah.
1: thought about casting it on myself before and then, like, approaching Izzy or something like that. Like, this is way back in Heraklion. That's the only. That's the last time I looked at it.
5: I would think if they were allies to us before getting charmed, they would be willing. But if they were, like, it wouldn't work on, on a troll or something like that that the Neogi mind controlled.
3: Well, I think specifically for the effect that the Neogi does it is mechanically it is being charmed but it's less of it it's less of a charm it's it's an enslavement they are literally taking over that creature's mind so i don't think in this instance i wouldn't consider a a creature controlled by a neogi to be willing uh a recipient of a protection from evil and good spell hmm. makes sense
1: so no teleporting them onto the boat
3: uh, yeah, no, no willing teleportations either. <laughs>
1: I loved when Bill was like, "They have to be willing, right?"
3: <laughs> in another scenario, because not every charm effect is like that, right? You you can be charmed, you can potentially be charmed by something or someone and not realize you were charmed. Therefore, hmm. still be like again, if it was like a like if Grimby was say charmed maybe by Izzy, and that just would mean like Grimby wants would protect Isabella should she become in in danger. He may not be aware, but still functioning fully and participating with conversations with you all. Whereas obviously you've seen the way like Catherby was, right? Like she's not going to be willing to 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 accept that spell. But in in the in the example of Grimby and Izby, Izzy, Grimby would be because he's still your friend. He's still an ally of yours, unaware of what I- effect is on him, right? So I think th- there's a little nuance to it, I suppose, but. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, the Neogis, it's kind of a strange creature. And obviously how they're being applied to this setting is a little out of the bounds of their actual stat block if you were to look at them. Obviously we need those mechanics from their stat block and I need to use them for when like pre-circlets and you came up against them and they could potentially take over one of a a party member, right? If if a creature takes damage, you get to reroll a save, right? Under those effects. Same as like a normal charm. Uh, usually now we've kind- I've tried to hint at like some of like the older orcs that you found and fought um at the last time you were at the tower. like some of these creatures have been under the enslavement of the neogi for so long that they just could not possibly pass a save to get out of it is kind of what I'm trying to portray
2: mm-hmm. uh.
3: again, I don't know how clearly or really how many opportunities we've had to try to exposit that to, to, to you all, right? Now, and obviously the listener.
1: Do they even think about trying to make a save at a certain point, right? They are they just are what they've become. They're yeah, not thinking.
3: Yeah. And it's not like I've designed any specific mechanics who are like, oh, X amount of time means you have a, a, a minus two penalty to your save or, or whatever. Um, but it's more like uh, if one of the party members in a fight got charmed, you smacking them in that fight would trigger them... In, to break it, as per the mechanics of right. like, the stat block, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it might feel a little wishy-washy, but that's really just to be able to apply it to the setting, right? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, good job, everybody. Best six episodes yet.
5: Well, we did, <laughs> we did answer Bill Ben's questions, but we didn't say Bill Ben's name, so I just wanted to say Bill Ben. Well, hey, hi, Bill, Bill ben.
0: ben. Thanks, Bill Ben. Love you, buddy. <laughs> Which question did he have?
5: Uh, what is, what's everyone's thoughts on Mia killing this Paladin? <laughs>
2: Oh, Oh, thank you for that question, question, Ben. Great, glad to talk about it.
5: And also, when Shaft yells "Run," does he mean toward or away?
3: Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah. I
5: mean that is a good question. Is it
3: to or is it fro? I guess we'll never know.
0: That's right.
5: Both, apparently. (laughs) Apparently, why not both?
3: There are plenty of different names for the for these episodes that could have went either way, but I think my favorite is pretty pegged. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pretty pig. <laughs> yeah, that's good down
2: here.
5: Yeah, listening back, I was like, oh, yeah, that's why he named it that. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> we really hammered
4: that joke. <laughs> oh, that
3: tent is pretty pig. It was subtle, but I feel like people will get it. Yeah.
1: It's not like I've gone on an after party about butt plugs for 20 minutes or something.
3: We honestly haven't brought up butt plugs in, I feel like, two years. Yeah. <laughs> we a used a to talk about <laughs> butt plugs yeah. Party, it's, at least. it's like they're behind it's us. That's twice. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> That's what the boxes were. They were stealing just boxes and boxes butt of plugs. butt plugs. It's, you know I. what?
3: A butt plug is like a Neogi. After a certain amount of time, you just forget you're Don't under even its know control. Forget it. <laughs> <there. laughs> oh.
1: I've been shafted. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything
0: else we want to bring up before we sign off? Mm-hmm. IPCon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, sign if, you're, still available. if you're still on the fence, there's a few spots left, but we're getting close. It's uh, it's getting close to happening. Yeah, it's exciting. Go to the website. All the information's there.
1: Board games, hot tubs.
4: It's gonna be probably one of my most excited I've been for a vacation in a long time. I think. Like I, I always love vacation, but this is. I'm very pumped for this.
5: Powered by our patrons. Join our Patreon. Help make this a reality. Yes. Yeah. Get bloopers. Get mini campaigns. All kinds of good stuff. Got a new mini campaign in the works. Let's do
1: this. Coming at you whenever we finish it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's so sucky. Oh, that was the other thing. Okay. Well, first off, I hope everyone enjoyed this kind of newish... After Party 2.0 <laughs> format, I don't know. We're all over the place, which it's is what we usually thing. do anyways. It's, it's the right. same fucking, <laughs> just a little less structure. Uh, but the other thing is, I don't know if we want to potentially get some input, but we are we are almost wrapping up uh, Annalise's Revenge. Part uh, 4 should be coming out before this drops, actually. Uh, so the finale should be the same week, the Thursday that this comes out. And uh, I think another thing that we were talking about doing was the way we release one-shots onto the main feed. As in we were going to probably just drop them all at once on a single day rather than weekly releases, right?
4: Right. Yeah. Yes. So we discussed binging. It, yeah. binging. For Binge-worthy.
3: Binging. Exactly. Because I fucking hate it when shows on <laughs> streaming services release weekly.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Binge it
3: give me my goddamn binge show so I can sit for 12 hours and finish your fucking series and then forget about it for a year and a half until season two comes out, okay?
2: Exactly. Well, the other
4: thing, that, honestly, I think the biggest... I
5: mean, that's what our main campaign does.
3: But... I-, I
0: think we should just no, take no, 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 the next different. year off and then release all 200 episodes oh, yes, at one time. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. No, look,
3: that's different because we are continuously creating that content these shows are done. It's not like they're filming one week and releasing what they filmed the following week. No. No, no, no. It's
2: no. true. It's mm. true. But yeah, when it's when it's we
3: four the episodes. Main, yeah. The main campaign, reactionary. Uh, reactive, not proactive. That's the theme of this episode. I live my uh, life. Episode,
1: <laughs> yeah, if it was proactive, i put my wings out. Exactly.
3: Elena <laughs> <laughs> would have our wings on right now. being proactive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'd be summoning Buttercup these 10 minutes. Be ready. <laughs>
3: There'd be a horse in the room. Another horse. Another horse for Fuzzy. I think the biggest selling feature for me. <laughs> we're just going to
4: keep moving right past that comment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest selling feature wow. for me is the organization of having, having all of those episodes drop in, a room. in the yeah. feed all clumped together as opposed to scattered. You know what I mean?
5: Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I
3: like that, that that's that is the thought behind it, not my rant about streaming services.
5: So we can ignore your rant?
3: No, no, no. Because what I still <laughs> say is still right and valid. You should never ignore mm. one of my rants. Okay? <laughs>
0: So essentially, we're not asking the ether here. Oh, we're telling. We're just telling. We're we're not asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're going to do it this way. So uh, if you don't like it that way, listen to one a week. Who gives a shit?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Execute some personal self control, listener, because it's very important. That is a very important trait to develop, and it is very difficult for a lot of people, whether it comes down to, I mean, mostly eating for people, right? That's incredibly important. So. We're just trying to help you practice what we do not preach.
2: To, <laughs> to this point,
3: we've taught you
0: how to do it right. Now we're going to test you by giving exactly. you all of it.
1: We're going to give you a character with a f- a cowboy hat made of flesh, and we're going to tell you to wait a week to hear more about it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's the no, ultimate you're going to want to you're going to want to binge it.
1: Trust me. <laughs>
3: Is that a spoiler? Has that been released? I think. I don't know at this point. <laughs> <You know.
1: laughs> I don't know no, because he said part four is dropping before
3: yes, yes, this. Yes. So it's, yes. been, Flash, it's out there. The flesh hat was part three. The
1: flesh cowboy hat. But
3: there might be people that haven't listened to that at all because they don't oh, give a sorry, shit about one
2: shot. <laughs>
0: what? Well, now you can ignore it all in a row.
2: <laughs> now I've piqued
3: your interest.
2: That's maximum self
0: control.
3: You know, the more That the is,
0: more, that's
2: right.
3: The more we talk about this, the more I think we really have a stellar idea. Yeah. I think we're doing I'm great. I sold. Everyone yeah. Give yourself a pat I on wasn't the pat. sold
4: 5 minutes ago, but you have got me. <laughs> the ladies
3: opted
2: <laughs> the for
1: the girls listened. <laughs> yeah. we, we reacted, we took that, we ran with it.
5: And she has I like, can get a pat. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wow, it is incredibly evident to me that we have not done an after part in <laughs> eight weeks. Oh yeah,
2: first of all, my face hurts from smiling.
1: I hate when that happens. Does that mean I don't smile enough? What's happening?
3: Doesn't it, uh, doesn't it take less muscles to frown than to smile? Isn't that what they say?
1: Wait, no, no, wait.
3: Or is it supposed to be the other way around? it takes more muscles <laughs> to
2: frown?
3: <I> think, yeah. <laughs> That's why my jaw is incredibly defined. Because <laughs> I am constantly frowning.
1: Cheeks hurt.
2: We're oh, cheeky
1: after party. Yeah, can you tell we haven't hung out? An hour and a half later. <laughs>
3: Please take us home. Please wrap us up, John. Okay. Nothing else to talk about, right? I don't think so. I think that was great. All right. Good Usually job, you everybody.
1: just end it without asking, but thank you for asking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't ask, tell John. Come on. I know. I'm holding off. I'm letting I'm I'm having some self-control yeah. here.
1: Oh shit. Deep breaths.
0: And now I'm going to release. Here yes. it comes. It's oh, edging. Gosh. Here we go.
2: Here we go. Are you ready? Oh, God. I've been John and
0: Let's <laughs> <laughs> the climax. Thank God. I need a
4: shower.
1: Yeah. Oh. Wow. I've been Emily and Shakara. I'm Elena. I play Mia.
3: I've been Bill and Falzern. And I'm Leland Steele. Happy
0: adventure. Just like at home, I always sign off first.
2: Hey <laughs> And it's always ow, messy. Ow. <laughs> oh, oh no. You can clean up. On
3: Did
5: he send you five. the pictures again? I'm sorry. Yeah. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: Oh.